Thank God, man, that I have the privilege tonight to be able to just speak for a few moments. And, uh, and I just want to, first of all, thank my pastor for everything that he's done for me and my family for 24 years. Uh, God put us under his care, and uh, he's been like a father to us, amen, very unselfish. Our pastor is very unselfish, if you know him. The things that he tells us and the things that he leads, and he still leads us and tells us, are for our best interest. If you would just understand that, can I hear an amen, somebody? He's not into trying to control anybody or to try to benefit from anybody. He just loves God. He's full of God, and he's trying to give you God. Amen. And, and uh, if you would receive it, those of you that are here at La Mirada, my God, the treasure that you have in this house, man, is greater than wealth. It's greater than any gold. Uh, man, if you take heed to what he says, man, believe me, my wife and I and my family appreciate our pastor and their family, their kids and their grandkids, they're awesome. You honor the man of God, you honor his family. And man, when you begin to do that and understand that, then the blessing that's on their life is transferred on your life. Amen. And that's all I'm doing. People ask me, what are you doing? I, I'm just loving God. I know God saved me, but God put a man of God in my life that is my spiritual authority that that I do the best I can uh, to remain there. And as I remain there, the blessings that are flowing through his life, man, I'm just catching the crumbs. Can I hear an amen, somebody? But the crumbs taste real good, amen? Because they've been saturated with the anointing of God uh, and God's favor and God's blessing, man. I'm here to tell you tonight, we got a treasure. Uh, man, our pastor, Pastor Ruben Reyna, and man, we should be grateful and appreciative every single day though today we acknowledge it but it should be something that is ingrained in our heart because uh, that's what keep us grateful man when you're grateful for the man of god when you think about that word appreciation we're we're appreciate and they have pastor appreciation day what that word really means it it means uh, the recognition and enjoyment not only to recognize but to, to receive enjoyment to have joy of the good qualities of someone, the good qualities of someone. And the quality that I want to hit on tonight a, a little bit, the quality that our pastor has is the quality of vision. As a matter of fact, our living word vision of reaching, teaching, mending, and sending, the, that was a God-given uh, vision to our pastor. Can I hear an amen, somebody? And our pastor is not disobedient to the vision. When you think about the Apostle Paul, when he stood before uh, King Agrippa, when he was on trial, and, and he was, uh, gave his testimony before King Agrippa about his encounter that he had with Jesus. And so in verse 15 of Acts, chapter 20, of Acts 26, verse 15, the Bible says, So I said, this is Paul talking, so I said, who are you, Lord? After he got knocked off his high horse, hello, somebody, some of us need to get knocked off our high horse or you need to get knocked off your big head hello somebody i was gonna say something else but i don't want to say it because sometimes we're so far up our past we don't even know what's before us that was for free amen <laughs> so 
He, he got knocked off his high horse. Thank God I got knocked off my high horse. You got knocked off your high horse. Hello, somebody. And he said right here, and he said, and, this, and Jesus said to him, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. He tells him, but rise and stand to your feet. For I have appointed, I appeared to you for this purpose, to make you a minister and a witness both of the things which you have seen and of the things which I will reveal to you. In other words, it's, it was a, 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 a moving revelation, a, a vision that was continually growing. Then he goes on to say, I will deliver you from the Jewish people as well from the Gentiles to whom now I send you. Verse 18, and this was the vision that God gave Paul to open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. And then Paul says in verse 19, Therefore, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Oh, and thank God that we have a pastor, that we have a founder that, that is not disobedient to the heavenly vision. As a matter of fact, we are the ones that God used him to turn us from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to God, and that we receive forgiveness of our sins because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Can I hear an amen, somebody? And not only that, but we have an inheritance uh, that comes from our spiritual father. And if you understand that, uh, if you would understand that and grab a hold of that, you would get in line. Can I hear an amen, somebody? You would learn how to flow with the man of God. Uh, you would learn how to be open to the man of God. Uh, get rid of your your stinky thinking. Can I hear an amen, somebody? How many knows everybody thinks they got a better ideal? Uh, but you can't reinvent the will. The will still works. Can I hear an amen, somebody? Uh, and we're here to reach, teach, mend, and send. Uh, that is our mandate. That is what God has called us to do. That is what God had put within our founder. And that's all we're doing in Chino, Chino Hills. We don't know anything else. I'm tired. I, I can't find those Chinos in the hills. So I must be the Chino in the hill. <laughs> Chino hills. There ain't no Chinos in those hills. Bunch of crackheads, bunch of dolphins, uh, a bunch of people with no direction that are lost. We need to understand that we have a vision. We have a vision. Vision is very important. Vision is so important, and thank God we got a good vision. See, the Hebrew word for vision is chazon. Everybody say chazon. All right, you just spoke Hebrew. You might be Jewish like me. Hello, somebody. The, the Hebrew word for vision is chazon, in me, in meaning an intelligent mental view. An intelligent mental view, a picture, a dream, a vision, or revelation. That's what vision means. It's chazon. It, it's something that is intelligent within our mind because it comes from God. God is very intelligent. As a matter of fact, we think we're smart, but man, our smartness is foolishness to God. Can I hear an amen, somebody? So when you understand vision, it's a picture. It's a mental picture. It's something that you catch. Uh, you, many people say, okay, I want to learn the vision. The vision is not learned. It's something that you can go and you can sit in a teaching, uh, okay, uh, discovering the vision of living word. You can sit there and you can get the information uh, and it might do you well and you might try to work it a little bit. But then you find that, that, that it just maybe it not be working. The vision doesn't 
come that way. The vision is caught. You need to catch the vision. The vision is caught in the spirit. Uh, it's something that takes place beyond the natural mindset. Can I hear an amen, somebody? That when you catch the vision of God, you get infected with it. Uh, you begin to think vision. You begin to live vision. Uh, your prayers and in, is incorporating into vision. Uh, you just get infected with it. And now your mind is ministry-minded, uh, and you just want to reach people. You want to teach people. You want to help God by the Holy Spirit to mend people and then you want to send people into the house and out of the house to establish new churches that's when you get infected with the vision I look at my pastor I've known him for 24 years uh, he's a man of vision he's been walking vision he's been talking vision uh, he's been living vision uh, but that's all he does is moving in the vision of God and he doesn't stop he doesn't stop He's like that ever-ready bunny. Hello, somebody. He keeps going. Uh, he keeps going. He, and I just try to catch up. I, I, try to keep, I try to keep up with him. And I can't. Because <clears throat> he's full of vision. He's full of vision. Like I said, that word vision is very important. Vision is so important. If you read Proverbs 29, 18, you find the Bible says where there's no vision, the people perish. But he who keeps the law, blessed is he. We all know that scripture. We all know it. We've read it many times. But, but if we break that down, what it literally means, you begin to tra translate it in the uh, Hebrew meeting, uh, it, it has so much more than just what you can see with the natural eye. See, the, the word vision literally means revelation. The word perish means to loosely stumble. To loosely stumble. People think perish is to die. No, you could perish and still be alive. You, you could be perished uh, in your spirit because you're loosely stumbling through life. See, the word keepeth, where it says, he that keepeth the law, the word keepeth means to guard, protect, or to take heed to. The word law means the, the instruction. It means the instruction, the direction, and the teaching of God. And the word happy means, uh, or blessed, uh, another translation says happy, that's the uh, King James. It says the word happy literally means to be in blessed or empowered to prosper. To be blessed or empowered to prosper. So now that we understand that, reading this text in the light, this is what it means. It says those who do not hear from God and receive his revelation loosely stumble through life. But those who take heed and protect his instruction, direction, and teaching are blessed and empowered to prosper. That is the power of vision. It gives you a reason to live. Can I hear an amen, somebody? It's what gets you up in the morning when all hell breaks loose within your marriage or in your home or within your mind. When you have vision, vision will drive you beyond that season of your life. Because uh, you'll have a glimpse of what God is doing before you. Can I hear an amen, somebody? There's times I wake up, I'm tore up, beat up from the floor up. Uh, didn't sleep all night. But vision is still alive in me. It gets me up. Man, you, you got to go forward. There's things that you got to do. There's cities that you got to take. There's men that you got to empower. There's people that you got to prepare and equip for the vision that God has given the house. And you can't just sit on your, your, your lap. Hello, somebody. I was going to say something else. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't get me started. You guys, man, you messed up. You're making me. Vision. 
I'm talking about vision. Vision killers. What are some of the vision killers? What are some of the vision killers? You know, people, the people, the assassinates of the vision, they're all in the church. They're here tonight. I know you're here tonight. You're hiding behind your COVID mask. Hello, somebody. Like an assassin. Vision killers. What are vision killers? People that have lack of faith. And because they have no faith, they don't want you to have faith. Because faith will stir up your vision as well. People that come in with wrong influences. The people that you're hanging with. The people that, are, that you're allowing to speak into your life will kill your vision. If they ain't moving the same way that you're going to. If they're not speaking what you're speaking or what the house is speaking, what our pastor is speaking. Get away from them. Love them from a distance. What's another vision killer? A killer wanting the promise of the vision, but not the process. Everybody wants to be the blessed one. Everybody wants to receive all that God has for your life, but you don't want to learn how to sacrifice. You don't want to learn how to lay down your life. You don't want to learn how to take on the nature of a servant and humble yourself in the house of God and make yourself available to whatever needs to be done. Not only what you feel that needs to be done, but what is needed in the house. Wanting the promise of the vision, but not the process. You want the blessing, but you don't want to break a nail. You want to be used by God, but you don't want to pick nobody up in your car because you just washed it. And you don't want people, you, dirt. I can't pick nobody up. You better use that car for God's glory. Can I hear an amen, somebody? You better use it before you lose it. I'm going to pray they steal your car, man. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. An another vision killer, number four. Number four is complacency. Just complacent. You know, I'll do it later. I'll do it tomorrow. Complacency and comfort are cousins. And they usually roll together. You're complacent because you're comfortable. You don't want to get involved in anything. You, you don't want to do anything. You're here just to receive. You're here just for you. You, you can't work in the children's ministry because you, you need to get fed. I need to get fed. Uh, you know, you're, because you're so complacent. You're depending on, on everything here in one service. And you ain't doing nothing during the week. So that's why you come in dried up, sucked up. Like, uh, you know, your spirit looks like it's on crack. And you're looking to get a hit. You're just spiritual crackhead. You come to the house of God just to score a hit. That, that's all you want. I got to get mine. I got to get mine. Forget about everything else. You don't see the whole scope. You don't see everything going on. You just see what you want. And then the last thing on a vision killer is a negative mindset. Negative mindset. It could be a stronghold in your life, a negative mindset. Even if something good happens to your life, you can't see it good. A negative mindset, you, you got to be delivered of that. You need to pull down them high things that have exalted themselves above the knowledge of God's word. You got to bring them into the obedience of Christ Jesus. You got to line your mind up with the mind of Christ. You need to be renewed in the spirit of your mind so you can understand the will of God and his plan and his purpose for your life. Can I hear an amen, somebody? Oh, come on. Somebody give the Lord a big hand clap.